I'm Olga, I'm a VP of uh, Maitha Wallet. And And this is Wrecked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? I am doing fantastic. Uh, it is uh, just afternoon here on the East Coast. We typically do our our solo shows in the morning, so I'm glad I have a little bit more energy. I got maybe you know four or five cups of coffee in me by now. So uh, as opposed to our bright and early sunshine shows that I'm a little laggy on, I am very <laughs> excited for this show. So I I feel it. I'm I'm with you there. I got uh, I got four at least four cups of coffee in me. So I'm ready and raring to go. And we have a very special guest with us today. We have Olga from My Ether Wallet, or lovingly referred to as Mew, as you may know it. Olga, how you doing? I'm doing great. But well, unlike you, I only had one cup of coffee. And <laughs> I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got to make sure we get some more very, very soon. So uh, we can take a pause if you want, if you want to get some more. <laughs> no, no, no. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, the Rex Podcast Green Room has its own Keurig, but <laughs> we're all virtual here. So, <laughs> um, but thank you so much for joining us. We're excited to talk to you about my Ether Wallet and uh, kind of hear your story and, and all of that kind of stuff. So um, let's get right into it. So, before we kind of get into uh, the My Ether Wallet story, let's hear your story. How did you get into crypto and introduced with, uh, you know, and, and get yourself involved in Mew? Well, this is a kind of interesting story. Well, uh, when uh, I pretty much know Kosala because we went to uh, school together at California State University, Northridge. Uh, I was studying computer science. I believe he was studying computer engineering at the time, and we just took a bunch of classes together. But he went on and pursued uh, his company, and I pretty much stayed doing my master's degree. And it's interesting because I always heard about, uh, you know, what is blockchain, and I was like, just it, for me, it seemed like not as of interest at the time. And uh, I was really focused on doing. Um, machine learning and data recognition for my thesis and I literally had no interest in blockchain whatsoever and then I think uh, three or four years ago Kosala pretty much uh, called me and he's like hey we should meet I have this project kind of like I want to talk to you about and um, um, I said yes let's do this and uh, pretty much after that meeting, within uh, a week, I changed my thesis to blockchain. Wow. And yeah, I, because he, we started working on Blockchain Explorer and pretty much uh, completely different, like, of course, from data mining and uh, what I was doing at the time. And I literally fell in love very quickly. And um, to be honest, I can't say I understood the, the concept right away, but it just uh, made me more, even more interested interested in it just because it was you know different than what sure. I used to do before. So what you know, I mean that's that's pretty interesting. So it was, hey, I'm going <laughs> doing my master's and I'm going to do my thesis on something, and then within a week you're changing it. So what was it exactly you know that kind of lured you in and made you fall in love with the whole idea? 
Well, one of the things is what I remember is uh, um, when, I have family in Russia. One of the one of the things that's kind of like, uh, and a lot of the times I send them money, and you know, we just pretty much just transfer value back and forth. And um, I don't actually, I don't know, I haven't done this in a while, but at a, at that time, if, for example, if I had to send money to my mom or dad, it would cost me at least $40 in fees through Bank of America. Wow. And uh, yeah, that, that's kind of like the idea of decentralization and how easy it is to, you know, transfer value and be on bank and just not dependent on anybody. And this was just fascinating to me. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I, I got to ask, what was your thesis on originally? Uh, oh my God! I think it was <laughs> I think it was on facial recognition uh, using random forest algorithm. As far as I remember, yeah. So fairly easy. <laughs> uh, so fa a fairly easy. The equivalent of uh, doing a book report on an Archie comic is what we're saying. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what time period is this? So, when you guys first uh, had this conversation, or or when you decided you were jumping on board? So, how long ago was this? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I feel like with my my time has blended, especially with being at home twenty four seven now. <laughs> uh, was it 2017 or 16? Around that time. Something okay, like so this. Oh, no, 15. 2015. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're you're right. Well, first of all, a month in blockchain feels like a year. So I yeah. don't blame you at all there. <laughs> but that's funny. So, you know, what what was your your guys' mission kind of when you first started out? And how has that kind of moved as you've developed today? Well, I feel like our mission is still the same with the my Ether wallet because we are, you know, we're aiming to be completely decentralized, especially to provide the unprecedented access to all our users without any, you know, it, without being dependent on anyone else and be your own bank and give you all this freedom that's pretty much decentralization has to offer. And I feel like the mission is still the same. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, how, how, like, what is your, uh, what has been the development as far? Because I remember, mm -hmm. man, I remember using my Ether wallet when I first started getting into crypto back in 2017. And I would use it to, you know, store and, and transfer all my coins and uh, all of that stuff. And it's, it's pretty evolved from where it was at that time. So, you know, how has that uh, developed? development and stuff taking place over time for you guys? Well, I, I believe, especially like in 2017-18, the main goal started to be not just, you know, allow you to use blockchain, but actually make it easier for everybody. Yeah. Because the concept, of course, is still very difficult and we still have users who are confused about it. And we literally every day we try to make it better. And over and over again, we're, we would be sitting and literally having arguments about position of the button and uh, what, why it shouldn't be there, why it should be, you know, in the other place because like it's more visible and easier for a person to click on it and stuff like this. But one of the, I guess, one of the main goals is what we're trying to do is make it more UI friendly, more uh, safe at the same time, and you know, just be much easier to use than what it used to be before. Of course, like the ideas, like uh, I, if you remember, like there was no, uh, like if you wanted, like 
uh, regional iteration if you wanted to access a wallet or like there was no such thing you you would literally if you want to send a transaction you just have to unlock your wallet and then send a transaction if you want to send a message you want to unlock your wallet and send a transaction you know and then basically the idea was to introduce this thought that actually this is even though you know we're not a decentralized bank, but this is your, you are being your own bank. So maybe we can actually play around and figure out how to make it more user-friendly and at the same time, uh, make people feel like this is the same what they have already used before. Like, you know, the same bank account, the same, uh, any other financial system that you want to use. And I guess this is one of the biggest thing that kind of was driving us in the beginning. But right now, in addition to obviously everything else and like user experience, what we're trying to do is we're trying to educate people and give them options to uh, interact with pretty much everything that Ethereum has to offer. We started working with the dApps. Um, we have integrated Maker. We have Aave that you can directly access through your wallet. And in addition, we working with other partners to integrate our MuConnect protocol so if you actually have our mobile app and you know you you don't have to just access our web because we're still working to integrate more partners there you can directly actually interact with the dap on the web and this is kind of a very exciting feature because now you can pretty much just do anything and um um anything you want with with ethereum if you're my ether wallet user Hmm. That's that's a very interesting. I I have a question yeah. for you. You had, okay, you had mentioned ahead. you had mentioned obviously, um, you know, bringing this to the masses and and educating um, for those out there. And when I say for those out there, I usually mean myself <laughs> uh, who don't understand. Um, can we? Can you maybe elaborate on maybe what's coming up with uh, Ethereum 2.0? What are some of the benefits? You know, what are some of the more exciting things that are coming out for that, and how that kind of connects to my Ether Wallet? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. So one of the biggest ben benefit, of course, that this is uh, E 2.0 will be scalable uh, compared to what it is now, and uh, the idea of uh, mining is completely different because now you have staking, and you don't have to have uh, a crazy machine to participate. You know, in actually keeping the network secure, you can have uh, you can actually use mining oh sorry that mining staking pools and uh, you don't have to pretty much be a whale you know to actually maintain the network and i think this is very exciting and uh this is kind of the like the next step in how to make all the blockchains uh um scalable and more mass uh, use in, in the long run but i mean there's still kind of a lot of problems with this the because uh, of course there's like no uh, um easy way to go back and forth between the chains and uh, maybe i'm wrong but i didn't hear that they have a plans to make the bridge back from uh, e2.0 to eth and there's still like a lot of questions that i have that have to be answered to be honest uh that uh I maybe haven't found the answer yet online, but like for example, one of my biggest kind of thought about it is, uh, you know, in the beginning you have to deposit like the same 32 ETH and you, it does like have to be staying locked for a while, right? Before right. you can actually withdraw it. And then what happens because, I mean, we've seen that the, the ether value is still very volatile and then 
one like what happens if the values start dropping like you won't be able to withdraw your money and it just kind of make makes this idea of like the value being volatile like also correlated with how the network is secure because you know you want to keep people deposit their money in there like in staking and just wait for that's why I, just, I have like a lot of questions but hopefully one day i will i will answer them my, to myself too <laughs> so great. when when should we be able to maybe expect uh, this to kind of take place i mean we've been reading about the staking and all of that for i feel like a very long time what's yeah. your opinion on um, when we might see that i i know i mean my opinion is I have a very interesting not very like a weird opinion on this because I really hope that it comes out not soon <laughs> <laughs> because we still need you know again we need to we need the bridge we need to figure out how the whole economics will work around it and just make it more safe and because you know especially we need everybody to move to this chain but then you have all these other miners as a that's invested all this money in this equipment what are they going to do are they going to sure. start moving mining other chains or like you know and this is like one of the concerns i have and so i would rather to take a little slower than maybe not this year next year is so when we more or less kind of sure what's going to happen like with the this this kind of things but I know people predicted at the end of this year like uh, the end of the summer but i I, I really doubt that. I feel like that's been the prediction every every year for a couple of years. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's next year, next year. And then like, you yeah. just keep going. <laughs> well, but I, I think you're right there where, you know, everybody obviously in theory would like it as soon as possible. But when you personally, somebody who interacts with Ethereum on a daily basis and has all these uh, concerns and feels that there's questions still unanswered, I think the uh, message is it needs to be safe and easy and uh, to use before you can just flip the switch, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, definitely. Like, and I know for sure our it will be really hard to explain because we have we have a lot of newbies and I feel like it will be really hard to explain to our user what is ETH 2.0 and if they switch and then I'm, I'm 100% sure we'll get a flood of messages, how do I get back? You know, and right. then sure. you, um, how are we going to answer those so questions? So that's too? interesting. So, I mean, one of the, the things I, one of the things I really remember about uh, like when when my ether wallet kind of made some switches to from the old format to its its current format was i feel like the safety level increased a lot and uh there was more steps like i just remember a big red message telling me not to sign not to unlock with my private keys <laughs> so like can you talk about um maybe the safety aspects of my ether wallet and how that's developed over time and and what you you know what maybe you have for plans in the future to kind of keep it that way well i know i've actually heard around <laughs> in the ethereum community that you know that we have to be secure first and then user friendly second and we obviously believe that you know you have to be secure but there is no reason why it cannot be user-friendly and this is like one of the biggest uh, notion that we're targeting in, uh, in our company and especially in the beginning like the you would see how like the stuff evolved and this was probably very easy to understand to the person who started from the start they actually know how to use their console log they can go to a terminal you know and do all the commands but then now all of a sudden they have this pretty more or less uh interface but 
obviously this is like as I said this is not the the right way to address a person who is just completely new to cryptocurrency and one of the things that's why we're saying it has like the reason because it's more, more user friendly you can argue that this is actually more secure at this point you are interacting with something that's has been you you're familiar with as, as I was talking about earlier like the banking system and like this idea of like logging in and logging out so when you log in you understand your wallet is unlocked you understand that you need to you know go back and log out and uh, lock your wallet and forget about it for a long time and this is kind of one of the aspects and what we're also and additionally what we're trying to do is uh, we obviously have tons of users who created their wallets with a private key or if they had a mnemonic phrase somewhere and one of the issues like I, we heard a lot like in the community saying like oh you should just cancel this method and you know forget about this but the problem is you still have thousands and thousands of people who have this wallet who have no idea how to use it offline and it's just really unfair to them so instead what we're trying to do we created a cheap alternative on um, um, for your wallet and pretty much what well, we thought well everybody has a phone and we created MuConnect app and then which is pretty much just a signing app and it's not really a wallet it's not really like a full-fledged wallet and then recently we released a Mu Wallet app. Uh, it's on Android and um, iOS. Uh, both of them are actually uh, full feature wallet where you can do swaps and uh, you can do a bunch of other nice stuff with MyTheWallet. They play very nice. You actually store your keys on the computer, oh, I'm sorry, on your phone and you don't have to deal with anything. All you have to do is scan and it's extremely secure because nothing leaves uh, uh, your phone or your um internet screen <laughs> yeah i think that's super important right like uh i mean for me what i always liked about the uh my ether wallet was that every i i felt like every time i was using it it was getting more and more user friendly so uh, for me i me and chamber talk all the time about how i think you know the next wave of people coming into blockchain and crypto and to gain this like mass adoption, you need to be user friendly uh, because it's not the easiest thing to, to figure out how to use, right? So um, I think the the mobile pieces are very important too. Everybody's got a phone and everybody can, you know, uses their bank app all the time. So, you know, where do you see kind of that mobile um, phone-based wallet going in the future? Um, and how, you know, do you think that will relate to kind of the education of the future and mass adoption? Um. Well, I, we believe that, and I, I believe that in uh, Maito, like the mobile applications are, again, as I said, everybody has a wallet, but uh, it's really hard to, at the same time, it's really hard to interact with the dApp on the wallet because you have some functionality that you either have to embed in your, um, in your mobile wallet, which you can't do. And this, like, there's also some issues with iOS right now that, um, you know, like you can have a, like a, you can have a normal wallet, you can have a swap, you can send a transaction, you can do a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but for example, on iOS, you cannot have, uh, a DAP center that you can directly, uh, so, no, sorry, not say DAP center, but like the DAP Explorer, because at this point you can't directly interact with the DAP. 
then this is just because Apple decided that this is not safe and we're not going to do this. And pretty much like you've seen this a bunch of other mobile wallets that are taking this stuff out, right? And one of the things uh, what we feel like, like the future would be is not just going to be just mobile, but it's also going to be the web. And uh, we're trying to target both to make it easier for everybody to um, interact with Ethereum in the end. And you have this mobile who are very easy, like mo mobile applications, but at the same time, they are lacking some, um, like they can't, they can't support all tokens, like all the ERC20 tokens, or they can't support uh, specific swaps and stuff like this. So again, what we're trying to build is especially for mobile users who um, are more comfortable using it on, you know, on the smaller devices. We already have a new wallet and where you can do, <clears throat> you can do a swap, you can do normal uh, integrations. Like, oh, sorry, you can do mobile, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> normal actions, <laughs> normal actions. And uh, basically, uh, at the same time, you can still connect with your mobile device to the web and, um, to the DAP using our like um, Uconnect protocol, and this is pretty much how we see the future. <clears throat> hey, Olga, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, now, I know there has been, um, has, has there been a, a basically a relationship cultivated with a, 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 DES, a DEX now, like a, a partnership mm -hmm. with a DEX? How, how has that been integrated? Uh, do you want the technical details? Well, you know, the, the, <laughs> explain it to me like I have the, you know, the education Expl of a five-year-old, uh, <laughs> because I have the education of a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so one of the things, again, for a while, we've been working with the exchange partners to give uh, our usability to swap tokens tokens right yes. and one of the things is uh, it's still gonna be lacking because a lot of them are centralized or maybe some of them are decentralized is they don't support enough pairs right and also sure. you can it's really hard to compete within the price because now we're giving them only one option and they're actually kind of like monopolizing like for this like they only provide this one pair uh, for this specific price and they cannot use any other exchanges so when we started uh, thinking about DEXs one of the biggest things was to actually give users again more options and more what it means is like now they can swap more pairs in addition to that they can actually uh, how the deck segregator works it gives you uh, several options that are available out there with best uh, price that's cool yeah and this they are completely decentralized so you don't have to sign any personal information and um, we believe this is great <laughs> yeah i believe that awesome. is great also that's fantastic <laughs> that that's very that that's a that's a big change uh you know considering where we were you know just a few years ago that ability is absolutely fantastic um so like that would be like dex is like i get i'm assuming like idex and stuff like that uh this is a um there's several of them. It's just this one. DexAG is a Dex aggregator, so uh, I believe they support twelve. Oh my God! Please don't quote me on this. <laughs> no, that's oh, fine. I got yeah. it. So it's the so it's it's working with the Dex. Yeah, aggregator it's basically just pulling in is information all that from information all the mm -hmm. from all of the other uh, Dex exchanges that that it works with. Is that how it works? Yes, pretty much. 
Got it. I see. That's really cool. Um, I mean, that's a. I think that's kind of a game changer, right? I mean, Chamber, you you use, you're a big uh, Dex I'm, yes, guy. I'm on Dexes very frequently, so yeah, that is huge. And uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but does that also integrate with the mobile access as well? Uh, yes, we actually do on uh, already on Mew Wallet. You can use the Dex aggregator. The iOS version is coming out uh, really soon. <laughs> Within That's amazing. Two three weeks, yeah. So oh. I, I have I have another question for you. Actually, this is more of a personal question. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we have we've done. Oh, I bumped the mic. I'm very professional. We've done, you know, absolutely, it's keeping in. We've we've done, I don't know, maybe 200 episodes now, and we've interviewed, you know, a hundred plus people at this point. And one of the things I, I don't think we've ever asked, and this has been kind of uh, on my mind more recently, was you know someone like yourself, like Bunchu and I, we do this part time. We both have regular, you know, quote unquote regular jobs mm-hmm. uh, that aren't um, blockchain or cryptocurrency related. Mm-hmm. Now, someone like yourself that is one hundred percent involved in the blockchain, you know, cryptocurrency world. How does your um, because the, the, we were talking before about you know the volatility with ETH and you know and Bitcoin and all sorts of different cryptocurrencies, that volatility. How does that affect your day to day, you know, mood or just like, do you have uh, ups and downs when it comes to, you know, working specifically with blockchain and the the volatility like you know you know obviously the price of ETH goes from fifteen hundred dollars one day mm-hmm. and you know we were under a hundred dollars um, you know uh, you know not not that long ago that fluctuation in the market how does that affect you on a personal basis I'd be more interested yeah that, that that's been plaguing me lately um, that's an interesting one well <laughs> to be honest uh, obviously as a company we can't just perform solely uh, in Ether, especially you know, paying our um, employees, and we obviously we will not be able to survive this because in the beginning, until 2017, again everything was most likely like the the was actually in ether. But we learned that after the drop, that you need to adjust how the company operates. And um, I believe I'm not the best person to speak about this because uh, we have a great person who is in charge of this. But what I do know now is, for, is one of the things is uh, everybody, like all employees have options whether or not you want to be paid in USD or you want to be paid in Ether right, or any other right. currency. So this is one of the things to mitigate it. And um, base, I know a lot, of, a lot of us try to choose dollars, most of it, but you, of get, you still get like a little bit of Ether on this side. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> like, a little tiny thing. Some side ETH. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of the side ETH. Yeah, I know, absolutely. <laughs> but I guess, I guess more so, like, does it does it affect you on a day to day basis? Yeah, like that I was, fluctuation. I was gonna get to this. So oh, okay. I feel like I, I, I know the company will be operational until maybe Ether drops like twenty dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when it's God getting forbid, below, let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but then like when it's getting below a hundred, you. I remember everybody was getting this idea. It's like, oh my god, the ETH is dropping. ETH is dropping. ETH is dropping, and it was really scary. Like it's not like a right. You know, like it's it's. I would be scared. I mean, uh, I'm I'm, or even I'm scared, like, and I'm barely about, in it. 
How about uh, the Black Thursday we had a couple months ago? Like, that's got to be scary as well, right? I mean, that was all in one day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Actually, it's, it's a funny thing. We released our mobile app that day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. oh, oh yeah. my gosh. That was interesting. <laughs> uh, what, like, a, like, that's crazy. I mean, that's a, obviously a huge accomplishment and a really big thing to celebrate. And then next thing you know... <laughs> It's like the sky is falling. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I would hate have, uh, to have been at that office party. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, our office party is a good. <laughs> even even in the middle of a crash, it's always. Oh fun. yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> uh, fun. That's uh, cool. Uh, well, maybe we'll have to come check out an office party chamber. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before before we get to our fun and games here, I just want to see if there's any last things that maybe we didn't ask that you wanted to touch on or anything um, else you wanted to get to before we uh, kind of get to a little a little bit of fun here. <laughs> I believe we really touched on everything. I just want to mention that we actually did a, um, a real cool integrations of IPFS uh, on uh, um, my through a, a subword domain and ENS. So now you can actually host your uh, website for free because my is going to host it. Um, oh. And uh, yeah, just go ahead and check it out in our Dev Center. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Chamber, we'll have to check that out for sure. Absolutely. All right, are you ready for the game? I'm never ready. Olga, are you ready? No, I'm scared a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bud, you want to introduce the game for us? All right, so this this game, you're, Olga, you're going to be playing against Chamber, and the game is ERC20 token or fictional currency. So basically oh. what I did here was I conglomerated a list of uh, of ERC-20 tokens and currencies either found in video games, movies, TV shows. And I'm going to give you the coin or currency and you're going to have to tell me if it's an ERC-20 token or a fictional currency. So Chamber, you, you want to let our guest go first here? A- absolutely. Uh. Okay. So, you, I mean, Olga, you got a 50-50 shot. <laughs> and for the record, Olga, I am traditionally awful at these. I would say the guest wins like 90% of the time. <laughs> well, I'm terrible because I yeah, don't you, remember you all the, the ERC-20 tokens. There's so many of them. Come on. The, you, got the, you got the clutch matchup. All right. So uh, here's our first one here. Uh, Olga, we are talking here about... Veras, V-E-R-A-S. Is that an ERC-20 token or a fictional currency? ERC-20. That is correct. Off to a good start for Olga. That is an ERC-20 token. The trend is your friend. The trend. <laughs> it's not my friend, but it's, uh, it's always helpful for the guests. So that's awesome. One for right. Olga. All right, Chamber, here we go. Uh, We are looking for an answer on Zenny. Z-E-N-I. Zenny. I'm going to go... 
I'm going to go with ERC-20. That is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> what I try to do, all guys, I try to use his psychology against him, and it never works. So I, I assumed uh, he would give two ERC-20s in a row, which wasn't the case. So that is a currency, apparently, from the Dragon Ball uh, f- fictional books. The so Zeni. Is that what the Z stands for in Dragon Ball Z? Dra- I have no clue, but it is not a ERC-20 token. All right. So here we go. Olga, number two here for you. We're going with Latinum. L-A-T-I-N-U-M. Latinum. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll say not an ERC-20. Oh, correct. She's two for two. Oh, no. <laughs> That is a currency from Star Trek, that from one of the Star Trek movies, uh, or or not movies, one of the Star Trek iteration television shows. What was uh, it called again? Sorry, the Latinum, L A T I N U M. So Olga's two four two. Wow. Okay. All right. Pressure's All right, on. Chamber. Pressure is on. All right, Chamber. Uh, we are going with uh, orchids. Oh, this one. I'm almost 100% sure that it is It is an ERC-20 token. That is correct. Nice. <laughs> All right. We've got two to one here. We've got two to one, Olga versus Chamber. That is Orchids. Uh, the ticker symbol for that is OXT. I have no idea what it is or what it does, but it is an ERC-20 token. Um, all right. Here we go, Olga. Your next one here, Error. E R R O R. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I say it is an ERC twenty token. That is correct. She's <laughs> oh, holy <laughs> smokes. <laughs> she knows Just getting her destroyed. ERC twenty. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the uh, the ticker symbol she, for oh that. God, no. Holy smokes! Okay. I just. The, the ticker symbol for that one is 404, so it's actually error 404. Is the, oh, that's uh, interesting. Yep. All right, Chamber, here we go. Um, we're going with Smurf coins. Now, my, my natural <laughs> instinct is telling me that this is the currency that the Smurfs use on the, on the cartoon. But my natural instincts aren't very good. So I really have to go against... I'm going to go ERC-20 token because I'm going to go against my instincts. That's correct. Ah, yes. <laughs> I thought I was going to get you with that one. I thought I was going to get you with Smurf coin. Uh, that is an ERC-20 token. The ticker symbol is SFC. Uh, so, all right. We got a couple left here. Um, we're going with... Uh, let's see... All right, Olga, here we go. The We're going with bell or bells. No, it's not a token. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. I, th- I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't I hear like that. What was, that. What was the answer? Not a token. Not, not a token is correct. And uh, that is from the very currently popular... Uh, Nintendo Switch game Animal Crossing. <laughs> <You> can- ah. 
Uh, I think I might have heard it. That's why, because uh, all of my coworkers are playing it, so the constant talk about it, maybe that's why I was like, no, this is not an ERC-20. <laughs> She's got it. She's four for four. Chamber, you have no, you stand basically no chance, but now Zero we're playing for win, fun yeah. and games. I'm just uh, trying to not to be We've got a couple more here. Let's go with Chamber. Yours is Cubit, the Cubit. I, f- I feel like that's an ERC-20 token. Yeah, I'm going to go ERC-20. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is incorrect. The Qubit Qubit comes from Battlestar Galactica. I watched Battlestar Galactica, and I still didn't get it. So shame on me. So we've got two two more here, one more for Olga and one more. Let's see if Olga can get her uh, clean sweep here. Perfect score. Holy smokes. Yeah, we've... (laughs) <laughs> we're going with uh we're going with treacles treacles t r e e c l e um <clears throat> i say no not a token that actually is an ERC twenty ah, token. The ticker yeah. is T R C L Treacle. <laughs> so uh, four for five oh, there. That's pretty good. Four for five there. And now Chamber, you can not uh, a bad score. Chamber, you can make this uh, interesting. You still lose, but you can make this interesting with uh, the last question here. We're going with a Parson. Hmm. I feel, I feel like that's from like a movie I've seen. I'm going to say not an ERC-20 token. You are correct. It is not an ERC-20 token. It actually comes from an episode of South Park. (laughs) An episode of what? I'm sorry? Of all places. (laughs) An episode of what? South Park. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh. So you... It's upsetting. So Chamber goes three for five, Olga goes four for five, and is our ERC-20 or fictional currency champion. So it, <laughs> you you did a great job, Olga, and you've uh, continued the guest-beating Chamber streak. So congratulations. <laughs> oh, this is really starting to, starting to impact my overall, uh, you know, sense of... Uh, sense more of than the More than the daily price of ETH? Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, this daily price of ETH I can handle. Uh, getting getting just beaten on a day to day basis from our guests is really taking effect on me. <laughs> well, all right. So before we get going here, I just want to uh, reiterate: thank you so much for coming on, Olga. We've really appreciated it uh, and the insight into my Ether wallet. Before we get going, any tell the people out there where they can find you guys and what's coming up exciting in the works again just before we leave. Well, you can always visit us at uh, myetherwallet.com. Uh, you can visit our Twitter, the same, hango, uh, the same handle. Uh, also, please visit read our mutopia.com web- website. This is a great educational and pretty much just overall company news web um, product. And uh, we have a lot of things coming up, but the... I can't really talk about them, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very—I really want to, but I really can't. And uh, so, very uh, soon there will be a lot of exciting news. So stay tuned. Awesome. Well, keep your eye out. Follow all those places and check them out so you can be up to date on the most exciting news from my Ether Wallet Chamber. Any parting words here? No, I'm just going to lick my wounds in the corner and <laughs> really. 
<laughs> really got to look at uh, my uh, my life and and how I can better my overall trivia knowledge. I mean, look, I outsmarted you yet again. <laughs> Story of my life. Uh, that, that is going to do it for us. Thank you so much again, Olga, for joining us. And until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.